0: You're tuned in to the Nonprofit Chatter, brought to you by Nonprofit Pro with our friends at Pursuant. New T and Taylor Shanklin are getting real and sitting down with nonprofit leaders to chatter about issues affecting nonprofits today. Be sure to subscribe to us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss these conversations with your nonprofit peers. And check us out on the web at nonprofitpro.com podcast nonprofit hyphen chatter.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nonprofit Chatter podcast, hosted by me, New T, Editor-in-Chief of Nonprofit Pro.
2: And me, Taylor Shanklin, VP of Marketing at Pursuant.
1: The Nonprofit Chatter will give you an insider's look on the most pressing challenges facing nonprofit leaders and fundraisers today. And we talk about how nonprofits can overcome those challenges. In each episode, we'll engage in invigorating conversation with industry leaders and find out what tools and tactics nonprofits need in their repertoire to help their vision become a reality.
2: So in episode number six of the Nonprofit Chatter, we are going to discuss the importance of establishing a nonprofit brand. We will be joined today by Lindrea Reynolds, Director of Marketing and Brand Development at After School Matters, and Leah Davenport, Digital and Product Marketing Specialist at Pursuant. Lindrea
1: and Leah, thank you so much for joining me and Taylor on the Nonprofit Chatter. We are really looking forward to unveiling more about brand development. So before we get started, how are you both doing? Great, great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Happy
0: to have you guys on. I'm doing uh, well as well. Yeah. I'm happy to see the sun come out after a couple (laughs) of rainy days here in Dallas. (laughs) Oh, that's so lucky because we have snow here in uh, Philadelphia.
3: (laughs) I was just about to say that in Chicago, it is so slushy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh.
1: Did you guys
2: get hit in Chicago last night? I was in Chicago and I left and I heard that another storm was coming through.
3: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like one o'clock in the morning. It just hit us. And you know, Chicago. Um, you just don't know what the season is going to be here. So <laughs> I just want consistency. <laughs> right. Oh my god, that's uh. Well, I hope it clears up soon for
1: you. Um, I think the storm here is supposed to last about a day, but it's supposed to be icy. So hopefully, I don't fall on the way home. <laughs> no, 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 please don't.
2: <laughs> Throw some salt down, new. <laughs> as I walk, as yeah, I you I'm walk, a flower
1: girl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's get started. Um, so, as you know, many nonprofits don't think of their organizations as brands. So, Andrea, can you explain why nonprofits should shift their way of thinking and embrace the nonprofit brand mentality? Um,
3: nonprofits are absolutely brands. Um, and when I think about brands, um, and that, It's so interesting because when you look up the word brand, there's so many different definitions. Everyone tries to define brand, and how do you define it? um, With it being, what's the difference between a brand and a business? And I think what a brand is is a promise. And nonprofits definitely offer a promise. Um, For example, here at After School Matters, our promise is to help teens find their future and discover their potential. And so you definitely have to shift your thinking um, because if a nonprofit offers a promise, then it is a brand. And just like um, many organizations, many for-profit corporations, we have assets and offerings, um, we have a mission, uh, we have approach, and we have skills. And all of those are needed to develop um, a very um, recognizable brand or an affinity brand. So. Um, I think you definitely have to shift the thinking um, with nonprofits and know that they are brand because they they actually they are if that makes sense.
0: You know what's really fascinating is I think that nonprofits don't think of themselves as brands because they they're folk they're established um, as a cause. They're established from mm-hmm. the standpoint of we have we see a problem in the world and we want to fix it, and so. And to that, and thinking about branding and marketing can seem a little bit superficial, uh, but I think that it's really, really crucial, especially for a new nonprofit or even a legacy nonprofit that's been around for a while to actually take a step back and look at what differentiates what our nonprofit does from, what, from similar nonprofits, because that differentiator is pretty core to what makes your brand distinct.
1: Excellent. So now that we've established the importance of a brand, can you talk about the first step a nonprofit should take in establishing a brand? And along those lines, in your opinion, what is the number one rule for brand development? Lindrea? why don't you kick off this question?
3: Um, I think the number one rule for brand development is really identifying your values and um, why, what you, what do you value in terms of what your organization offers? And um, just knowing, similar to what Leah was saying about being cause-related, non non-profit, are non-profit causes, right? So really establishing your values, your mission, and your vision um, that you want, you know, all of your constituents to know um, about your organization and the importance of what why your beneficiaries are important to you. So really establishing your mission, your um, mission, vision, and values. I think that's important.
0: Yeah, I love what you said there, Lindrea, um, and it really resonates with something that I read recently um, about what motivates people to connect with a brand. So a few years ago, the Harvard Business Review put out this article that said, um, an emotional connection is actually more important than customer satisfaction. Um, And within that article, they outlined what they called high impact motivators. And so these are reasons that people engage with the brand, whether it's a for-profit brand or a nonprofit brand. So a couple of these high impact motivators are people want to stand out from the crowd, um, like projecting a unique social identity. They also want to have confidence in the future or enjoy a sense of well-being or feel a sense of belonging, um, or be the person that they want to be, or feel secure. And so I think tying back to what you said so articulately about branding and or about vision and about value, it's identifying those key connection points where your values as a nonprofit tie into these really high impact motiva- motivators for people.
3: Um, I'm so glad you brought that up, Leah, um, because. I also think um, for nonprofits, when you're trying to um, figure out, you know, the emotional connection that you want to have with your audience, it's, it's important. Emily um, brought up a great point about um, differentiation. Um, nonprofits have to understand and evaluate their approach to how they engage with their different audiences. And um, I, like to, I like to use the word advocate um, because unlike customers, um, I believe that our customers, per se, for nonprofits are our advocates um, because they're the ones that are going to share our mission with others and engage new influencers and supporters. So it's really important for nonprofits as they're developing their brands to really think about their approach um, and how that differentiates, differentiates themselves um, from other organizations mm-hmm. Yeah, as well. I-
1: wholeheartedly agree and I couldn't agree more Linda and Leah. Those are excellent points. And to piggyback off that a little bit, you know, in order for nonprofits to maintain a good and healthy brand, they really need to achieve consistency. And what I mean by that is that if there are lapses in their branding, that would really reflect poorly on the organization and we don't want that. So how can nonprofits be consistent with their brand? And can you also share some things they should
3: avoid?
0: Um I'll take oh. this one if you don't mind.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Go sure. ahead. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Um yeah, so there was a I, I was able to attend this really great session at a marketing summit recently here in Dallas. And it was a session about how the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York Um, they rebranded this institution that had been around for a long time. And it's an institution that employs more than 2,000 people. And so a couple of things that they did um, in that rebranding process was they recognized that each individual person at the organization was an advocate and a representative of the Met. And so they created this internal branding website for each of the different, and it outlined each of the different departments. Um, It stated the values of the Met right there at the beginning and it uh, codified their messaging from both a visual standpoint and a verbal standpoint. Uh, That way people within the organization could feel empowered to make sure they were creating a really ideal experience for guests and visitors at the museum. And so I think a couple of takeaways from that are that uh, nonprofits, it's not just the marketing team and a nonprofit that's in charge of the brand and that's in charge of the messaging. It's every single person, whether it's the person doing phone outreach to the board, uh, everyone needs to be bought into the uh, to the, that mission and those values and making sure that and that they feel empowered as a representative of the nonprofit. Yeah, I
3: I couldn't agree with you more,
0: Leah. You took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs)
3: Um, I think that um, really establishing uh, a, a consistent brand across the board and, um, Something there's a branding guide. I, I couldn't. I think branding guides are crucial um, with developing within your organization. Um, it's good to use for onboarding new staff. It's good. It's it's good to use for sharing out with vendors because I think sometimes you know as nonprofits we have to outsource. Um, so many different, every, every nonprofit is different, right? So you have small ones, you have, um, large ones, and some of the small ones have to kind of outsource, um, some of their, their projects and some of their marketing and some of their design and even some of their messaging. So even having a branding guide, um, I think to Leah's point when she mentioned the website, um, but just having some type of branding guide and some type of process to onboard people, um. To the actual, um, the actual, what the actual brand is and what it means. Um, consistency is important, and to Leah's point, everyone needs to be on board um, because you can easily um, experience mission drift if everyone doesn't quite understand what the mission is, what the values are. You know, what are our key messaging? Um, earlier, I mentioned um, some of the Scott Lerman. Um, he wrote this book called Building Better Brands, and he mentioned assets and offerings. And, you know, I think all of these things have to be um, in a couple of places, key places, where um, key audience members and um, key advocates have access to it um, so that everything is consistent across the board. So,
2: Lindre, I love that you said that. Um, totally 100% agree that just making the access to the content is is super important. And, you know, Leah, to your point and the example of the Met, I, I think is a great one because it's really building this culture of the brand from within and having that permeate the representation of the organization as a whole. So that's really great. I wanted to just, as we wrap up, point out a couple of top things that I like that you guys said, and I want to reiterate upon it. Um, so, Lindrea, I, I, th- I thought this was great. I love what you said. What a brand is, is a promise. If a nonprofit offers a promise, then it is a brand. I've never heard anyone talk about it in that way as a promise being the brand, and and I really love that you said that. So, I want that to stick with people listening. Leah, a couple of things that you said too that I really, really liked and wanted to point out again and and have stick with people are those unique value motivators. So when organizations are thinking about how they connect with people, what are those unique motivators that are going to connect with different types of people who support a cause, right? So it's not just, hey, everyone's kind of the same and motivated to support us. For the same reasons, right, and so really identifying those is important in thinking about that from a branding perspective, so I love that you said that really great stuff uh great examples today uh you know Lindrea leah again it's it's been awesome having you on, so thanks for taking your time and sharing your thoughts with us on the nonprofit chatter on you know brand development and this topic, which is one that was a lot of fun to talk about. So thanks again. That about wraps it up for today's episode.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
1: Ladies, thank you so much for sharing your insights and thoughts on this really important topic that I think nonprofits tend to overlook. So on that note, on behalf of Nonprofit Pro and Pursuant, we will see you on the next episode of the Nonprofit Chatter. Thanks, everybody.